1: We make each other better.
0: She always reminds me about what actually matters. You know, love conquers all. Wherever he is, I I want to be there, always. She just always
2: accepted me for who I was.
0: He makes me a better person. It was like love at first sight. Well, love is the most important thing. If I asked a group of people to paint me pictures of romance, all of them would look different. Just like love itself, romance is personal and unique to everyone. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. In today's episode, Podstarter producer Nathan Stone quizzes Canadians about their thoughts on romance. What is romance? Is it grand gestures or simple moments? And of course, how do we keep romance alive in our long-term relationships? This is the Canadian Love Map.
2: It's a cloudy day downtown. So Love Maps out looking for romantic silver linings to brighten things up.
3: Making someone feel really, really special. I don't know how to say it any other way. Just making someone feel really special is just very romantic.
4: Yeah, I feel like romantic is more about day-to-day stuff. If you do, do like one big gesture a year, I don't think it's gonna help your relationship. I believe like it. In- ah,
2: goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> We've approached this week's participants with a bevy of questions on the allure, excitement, and practicality of romance. Welcome to Love on the Spot, Romance. We met our participants out running errands, eating lunch, and taking afternoon strolls. We could tell they knew a thing or two about love, but we wanted to get to know them a little better. So we asked our cross-section of Canadians if they consider themselves to be romantic people.
3: Depends on the day, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think I am, but in reality, no, yeah, not I'd so much. Say, well, I
2: Probably think I am, but compared to other people, probably not. Oh. I'm not actually.
3: <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm quite a romantic person. I do, yeah. Not as much as you, but <laughs> I'm a little romantic. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say so.
1: No, I'm just not that type of guy. I think I'm. I I don't usually do like the little stuff that make all the difference. I'm more like the big picture guy and I don't have the touch, I think, to be a a romantic person.
3: (laughs) She's telling the truth. He's not romantic at all.
2: There are as many ways to be romantic as there are people in the world, and everyone's got their favorite way to show love. We asked our participants to share what activities and dates ignite the spark of romance for them.
3: Um, anything that's kind of catered to what what things I like or what things we like together is a couple. Something that's been thought out with me in mind or him in mind that we can do or share together. That's always really something special. Someone's gone the extra minute or two to really make it feel
0: awesome.
4: <laughs> you like staying in and not spending money. I do
3: <laughs> love to stay and just watch a movie and
4: like play, relax. Plan a night where we can just relax at home. But... Go
3: in the hot tub and like have a campfire, stuff yeah. like that. Um, If we're going out, just dinner.
4: Like movie, movie theater, like just a movie, like Netflix at home, uh, any kind of dinner. Like, just go like some kind of uh, somewhere. I just take a beer like on on the rooftop or something like that. Yeah,
3: everything with a view, it's romantic, I think. (laughs) I would say things that take a little more planning. I don't think anything in particular, I would label romantic over other things. I think it's kind of more about who you're with rather than what you're doing. I like to go like hiking. I also really like golf. I like a lot of things where you can just kind of like talk and get to know each other as you're doing an activity. Just I think taking takeout than just watching Netflix and play video games. But more but this romantic. Is not romantic? No, that's not romantic.
1: Maybe a fancy restaurant, and dressed up, some flower. I don't know. <laughs> Buying some flower something that I don't do. Well, we went to a coffee shop before
4: this and just sitting and drinking a latte and like looking across the table at my girlfriend and that uh, that visual is very romantic for me. Yeah.
3: I think that. Or going on a walk, just mm. like I mean what we're doing now and going after. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like it's very Yeah, gives you the chance to talk or even just to be.
2: When a love is new, the opportunities for romance can seem endless. But as a relationship ages and matures, sometimes those romantic feelings and moments are harder to come by. Just how does one keep that spark of romance alive in a long-term relationship?
3: I think being silly together, uh, making each other laugh is super important. Mm-hmm. For them to plan something that you didn't know
2: about, I think that's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's pretty, pretty mm-hmm.
3: cool. I would say like keep time that is uh, planned plan for romantic stuff and uh, because you can be overwhelmed by all the things you have to, to do in life and sometimes you just forget the basic stuff but I think if you remind yourself that you have to keep time and you have
4: to uh, find some time either for intimate moment and for like to spend time with your significant others
3: and I think also like not fall in the trap of doing always the same time thing like you think that are romantic and you just do the same thing all over again but find new things also
2: talking communication is the best yeah. way. Yeah. Comi- constant communication yes. to each other. Yeah. That's the way the, a relationship should last. That's
3: normal that it fades. It doesn't mean that you give up on the relationship. That's just how relationships evolve. <laughs> you have to grow together so you kind of have to keep relearning the person you're yeah. with. I think getting stuck with the idea that you're still with the person you first started dating however long ago, of course the spark's gonna die, you, you change over time. You have to keep learning who the person you're with is. I don't know, just taking time to talk to each other, even if it's not like happy and everything, <laughs> you need to just share everything.
1: I think in the long term, like a, a routine comes in and then we stop doing fancy stuff, but yeah, we, we need to, to refresh things by, yeah, breaking out of our routine or zone of comfort but yeah it's difficult to do after like 10 years and more so yeah we are working on that for sure
3: <laughs> I think especially in the context of long distance just intentionality and like being very intentional in planning when you're going to call or even just like intentional in your communication where it's like if something comes up and you know that you're not going to be able to call as planned like communicating that and, like, finding the next available time.
4: And I'm a big advocate on making the commitments in relationships, such as marriage. And so I think that that's one thing that a lot of our relationships nowadays lack. And there's no, like, end goal in sight, you know? Like, my end goal in our relationship is either to get married or to decide that we're not supposed to spend the rest of our lives together. And so there's there's that goal, which I think always incites romance.
3: We been together for five years and we never stopped dating we would do something at least once a week where it's out of the house or if it's in the house it's specifically phones down or a themed thing or something silly that again someone's thought of for the other person just something nice you know even like this this is his lunchtime and i've left the house to come and have lunch with him
2: (laughs) there are no rules about what someone finds romantic Sometimes things that might seem mundane, unusual, or even wild to some might be exactly what another is looking for. With that in mind, we put the question to our participants. What do you find romantic that others might not?
3: I'm a words of affirmation person, so I guess sort of compliments in the morning and before you go to bed, just little things, I guess.
4: I know, I consider like our first date one of the times that we went to mass together and spent time in a church. Praying together, we pray together often, and that's pretty romantic. I like callbacks to like previous dates. She did something yesterday where it was her one-month uh, wedding anniversary. Yeah. And on our honeymoon, the national drink was pisco sours. So she wants to every month make sure that we have a pisco a sour. Pisco
3: sour on our wedding anniversary, anniversary date. right? <laughs> because
4: it gives a reminder of a, of a larger time.
3: I don't know. Like if you told me do you want to just like take a drive down to the water, there yeah. there's like a storm rolling in, I, I would think that's yeah. super romantic. Holding hands like that
1: like um, looking at each other. Yeah? Yeah. Or maybe uh,
3: through uh, body language. Yeah. Maybe it's not romantic for other people, but like doing a hike together or just being together and doing something that we both likes, and not just to please the other, just like being the moment together. We really like, and it's kind of weird, uh, graveyards, but they're very peaceful and very quiet. And you really aren't bothered by anybody else there and uh, you can do like a lot of talking, I find in places like that, quieter places.
2: The great dramas of film and literature are stuffed with grand romantic moments. So we wanted to know what our participants felt was the ultimate romantic gesture.
4: Getting married or something like that, like is the biggest commitment. So I would feel like this is quite romantic probably the biggest gesture.
2: Oh, uh, for me, the ultimate romantic gesture is holding hands or kissing. Yeah.
3: You just have to learn your person's love language. For everyone, it's different. Like, for me, it's little attentions, uh, but I know it's different for everyone. So mm-hmm. just figure it out and make that happen for the person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, making sacrifices for each other but not sacrificing who you are and I guess it's really romantic when you both understand that about each other. I think, what I think it's just doing a vacation, yeah. walk on the beach, taking dinner time. Taking and... some
1: time together. Yeah. She came here
4: for 12 days to be with me and so there's been a couple times since you've come that I just look at her and I'm like, she's here for me and that to me is is very intentional and i feel really loved by that
3: i think on a similar note like when you first like when you first asked me to be your girlfriend like you didn't like you flew to vancouver specifically for that like i think it was it was over thanksgiving and it was just like not very long it was less than a week <laughs> but like that was his reason for flying all the way to vancouver for that and so i think yeah on that note as well like very similar just mm-hmm. like Intentionally flying out and like for that specific reason, and not just resorting to like over the phone, or like agreeing to start dating. No, like I'm gonna do this in person.
2: That's all from us for now. A big thanks to all our participants. Tune in next week for more Canadian Love Map.
0: For listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centres. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.